yeah, if you want to mark training, you can. You can sit here and converse with the guy. You can do what you want to do. Yeah, I, I think after you know, listening for a little while, Lemir thanks him for his time and moves on. Okay. Other corners of the garden. Okay, cool. Yep. Mark training. Done. Awesome. Uh, so who's next? Uh, I'll go. Okay. All right, so. And I was going to reduce some heat. Yeah. So uh, I think this might be pretty fast, actually. So uh, you and, why can I never remember her name? Nerex? Nerex. Uh, are there on the, like, in the room sharing some hot goss? Uh, and she is, like, her mood is improving, and, like, you can see, like, the weight slowly leaving her shoulders, mm-hmm. and all the, and, and then, uh, after some amount of time, like, multiple different, like, shots, and, and there's so, stitched together, uh, the door, there's a wham, wham, wham at the door. Yeah, that Fossarian knight finally got his Allen up. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Open under the order of the Falstarian Knights. Um, I'll just pat Nerix like on the hand. Okay. Uh, and she uh she she has a knife in the other hand currently. Great. In, in, Great. Instantly. <laughs> you don't know where it came from. She's not like like No. Yeah. Just She just has a knife. Just yeah. Has a knife. That uh-huh. is that is her in, in, in uh, Burning Wheel terms, that's her instinct. She just has a knife. Nerex always has a knife. Papa just... No! <laughs> um, let, let me talk. And then we'll see if that's necessary. Uh, so uh, once you've... Uh, you've cal- like, as you're calming her, uh, the door... Not even calming her, just like... Mm-hmm, just... You know, words, words first, then pointy. Uh, the the door bursts open. Uh, yep. And there and and like the I don't know what, if you're looking at uh, Nerex, you can see that she just sort of like drops her knife hand sort of behind her. I think she's, I just picture her sitting on the bed. So she's like so it's out of sight. Yeah. Um. And then it's like dude, it, like fairly jacked looking dude in his bed clothes with like a very pumped and proper. Like facial hair mm-hmm. slams through this door um, and skids into the room and is looking to like to over you at Nerex and then like his gaze shifts down to this poppet that's like, are you standing on the bed or are you standing on the floor? Like, are you between? I think on the okay. bed. Like, I think I'm at like like waist height of this dude sort of thing. Okay. This is... um, but like, like poppet has stood up at this point. Mm-hmm. Just like. That's not really necessary. I wasn't planning on leaving in a hurry. Um, you, you, and he's, he's pointing. He's he, he's he's clearly addressing Poppet. Yeah. You are too. You are remanded, and he's obviously very uncomfortable with this whole scenario because he's a not in his armor. B, he's not where uh-huh. he's, not, he's not supposed to be. And C, you are just unnerving as hell. And he's like, yeah. You, you. You were remanded to the custody of the Fostarian Knights. You have to come with me immediately. Uh, I disagree, but we can have a nice civil discussion if you'd like. Why don't you sit down? 
he's clearly not about to sit down. Excellent. Now that we can talk like civilized people, um, I would like <laughs> to divine this person's name. Okay. So I can address them by name. Alright. Okay. Uh... Is that a thing Papa gets to do? That is absolutely a thing. Well, you can stare into souls and see the darkest moments right. of a human. Um, yes. So yes, I think okay. that I think that the true names of people, especially like sh shitheads, are not like are, are things they're not that you deeply can know. held. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is uh, let's say Sir Sir Chadwick. Great. Oh my goodness. Yeah, this is Sir Chadwick. Let me write that down real quick, because this dude might come back up. Hold on. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, I'm going to do, like, the, the full name. Okay. Um, so I'm going to... I'll say his first name is Christoph. Christoph Chadwick. Okay. Yeah. Now then, Sir Christoph Chadwick, how might this humble servant be of assistance to you? You seem very high-strung. I'm glad you... I hope you were able to find some relaxation within these walls. It is... Something of an oasis here. Um, he is clearly unnerved again, like even yeah. more than previous, and uh, he he sputters over. It it, it 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 is of no concern to you, unclean thing. What I do here, and you can see he's like. There's he's, no judgment. He's definitely he's he's got the like. He's got the, the the guilty, like, side-eye thing yeah. going on. It, like, Poppet just holds up Poppet's hands like, there's no judgment. Um, we all have needs and desires. And it is transcendent when we are able to know and address them. But by the order of the High Council, you are to come with me. And he, like, moves towards you. In like grab pose, right? Mm -hmm. um, Where are we going? It's at that point that you feel more than see mm. uh, the knife come out from behind Nerix's back. I don't know that Poppet could stop Nerix, but Poppet would like to try to stop Nerix. Well, so I imagine, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Poppet being mm -hmm. what Poppet is, when you're talking about Poppet's like weird perception, right? And yes. how Poppet sees the world weirdly. And Poppet seems to know like the inner secrets of people, right? Yes. Um I imagine that Poppet can tell pretty clearly when violence is about to go down. That's fair. Right? And I don't think you don't get the idea that Nerix is like like Nerix is not afraid. Let's be clear. This is a th this is a threat more than yes a stab. Nerix is not afraid to go hand to hand with this dude in this brothel right now. Yeah, but that's bad for business, frankly. Yes, um, it's bad for everyone's business. No one wins here. And so she, uh... Nerix loses more than anyone else, but no one wins. Yes. And so she is about, so she, she, the knife comes out from behind her back. Yeah. And you can immediately, like, this dude, for as frazzled as he is right now, is definitely combat trained, right? Yeah. Um, and he, he immediately sees that and he, 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 she has his full attention now. Yeah. And she realizes, she's still sitting on the bed. The knife just sort yeah. of like came out. 
No, the the yeah, it's um she has demonstrated the barrel of the gun. So uh huh. Yep. So, um. And, and she's Nurch, like, please. That isn't. Okay. That that doesn't. No one. No one profits from that. If this gentleman would like to ask me some questions, he may do so here, and then he will leave, and then I will leave. Is that not correct, Mr. Chadwick, Sir Chadwick? I think, and this is Nurich speaking. I think. Yeah. I think. Uh, I think maybe we are done with the questions. And uh, that is that point that uh, uh, some shadows fill the doorway behind this guy. And remember, he is in like yeah. the equivalent of his underwear, right? Yes. And there are three more of the workers of this brothel standing behind him, also with knives. And Nerex, uh you can see him... He doesn't even turn around. He knows what's there, right? Yeah. And Nerex makes direct eye contact with him, doesn't ever leave the bed. And it's like, I think it's time for you to go now. And uh, I would consider myself, if I were you, uh, I, would, I would find a new house of respite. And this guy... So Sorry. So I want I want somehow Poppet like sees this person mm -hmm. and is like this is a fascist I can deprogram. Okay. 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 Um, so like that's that doesn't need <laughs> to happen now, but like I want to plant that seed now. Okay. And I don't know what that looks like, but 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 Poppet probably finds a way of like saying, um. I think it's once uh, we have ensured that the damages to this door have been uh, spoken for, uh, you and I should have a discussion, Sir Chadwick. I think we would both find it educational. Um, and I think Poppet like has a card somehow. <laughs> just like manifests a calling card. Just like no, no, it's the tarot card. It's the tarot card, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very clearly like his tarot card, the fool, yeah. right? Yeah. Only, but is it and not? then there's just like yeah. a, an appointment scribbled on it or something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you hold that out to him, and he takes it, and then like behind him, you can see that one of the the brothel workers is holding up like a coin purse, mm. and then the other one is like holding this guy's pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and. She throws the pants at him, and he, like, awkwardly catches them. Yeah. And then sort of pushes past them to get out of this room. Like, right now. Yeah. Uh, Have a good evening, Sir Chadwick. All right. Let's talk about how that lowered our heat somehow. Yeah. Well, now they're afraid, and they're not willing to go after the puppet. I think that's it, right? Like, that guy knows, yes. that guy knows he's... Well, then, like... Can't go to his superiors uh -huh. about it either. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, give me your yeah. So, what do you want to call that for your role here? I was trying to sway the shit out of this asshole. That I mean, that seems fair. That seems fair. Give me a sway. Yeet. That's a six. Awesome. Uh, that's a fair amount of heat gone. Three heat. Ooh. All right. Back cool. down to one. Back down. The boring oh. number. What that was? I just took off rep. We're not doing that. That's the wrong. That's the wrong button. Um, I got the heat. 
Cool. I put the red back on. <laughs> All right. Sweet. Um, okay. So let's talk. Let's talk Doc. If Doc's back. Hey. Cool. Yep. So what you got for me, Doc? Um, I think it's the other action has to be community service. Okay. So uh, I don't have my book in front of me, so I don't remember exactly what the downtime actions are, but Doc has to continue on the atoning bits. So I need to go find somebody that needs something and help them with their problem. Okay. Is that a long part of a long-term project? So, yeah. is this So is this part of your... Like, is this part of your vice? Or is that how we're counting this? Or is this, like, a thing that you're doing on the side? I think a vice is not inherently... I mean, I'm not... No, it's not, like, a vice. It'd be more like... We don't have any heat anymore, right? We have a, we have one, basically, right? Right. Um, is there something that I can do as a downtime action for the to the benefit of others yeah i mean you just literally start a long-term project to make things better for somebody right um okay uh can i suggest someone who could probably stand to have a somewhat better existence please bennett (laughs) bennett is not having a great one bennett our tenant yes Yes. Bennett the tenant. Um, how do we... I I know... I think very little about Bennett, I think. I think that's kind of my point, is none of us know much about him. And you are the biggest nerd in the party, so... You might have that in common. He seems to be, like, kind of a smart guy who knows things sometimes. If you want to just go, like... Like interact with Bennett on a human level, probably an option. Um, you want to try to help him get his shit together, also an option. So, yes, I would like to help Bennett get his shit together. Okay. I don't really have those skills, but I think this is part of the penance. So. Mhm. Mhm. Can Can I help Bennett get his shit together by destroying something? Probably not, right? So probably not. Probably not. That was, it was that was more tongue in cheek. Yeah, um, um, yeah. I good. Oh, I was gonna say so. Like, I mean, Benny's got stuff to do. Apparently, he's been uh, he's currently like sort of in the employee of the Fosterian Knights as an expert, right? Which means he's probably running around town a little bit trying to get stuff together for that. Uh, I imagine he's probably trying to like get back some of his stuff that got fenced accidentally air quotes um by the urchin did, did we fence his stuff what did we fence his stuff well i think we already talked about how the ur- the urchins went to go fence it right and then we had a uh um we had an entanglement that was that we decided was them fencing too hard okay i'm just saying like if if they sold some of his books or something that could definitely be a thing that you could help Bennett do right now. Yeah, I'm going to go along with Bennett, and we're going to go convince people to give Bennett his stuff back. Okay. Yeah, you... Uh, Bennett is like... Yeah, you catch up with Bennett uh, in town, in the, like the town, uh, the, the main wharf docks area. 
And down there, there's a place called Rusted Gloves Curiosities. I believe the the urchins went in there before um, at one point. But it's just like, a, it's a bunch. It's sort of like a flea market almost. Like there's one proprietor, um, but mostly it's, uh, they sell space. It's kind of like, it's kind of like a deeply shady mall on the docks, right? Uh, where different dealers of different things have stalls and, uh, do definitely totally legit above board business, uh, with those who come in and out selling all sorts of things. Um, especially around here where you're sort of centrally located and in a legal no man's land, lots of stuff comes through here. Most of this stuff is not very valuable, but all of it is like, a lot of it is illicit in some way. So yeah, Bennett, Bennett trying to get a hold of some of the stuff that's been, that he lost. He's not sure where it went. <laughs> he assumes that it got stolen out of the cart or like, carted off or whatever but he thinks this is probably a good place to go get it. he's like he's like yeah no all that kind of stuff goes through the goes through rusty glove so we're gonna go talk to some of the dealers of rusty glove see if they've seen that come through and you know and this deep uh mostly despairing sigh and yeah you know uh try to get some of my stuff back before yeah Sure, we'll, we'll find you something good, and even if it's not yours, we'll just, we'll figure out. And then if it looks like yours, but if it's not yours, we'll still figure it out. Okay, okay. And, uh, uh so yeah, you and Bennett head down there, and, uh, I don't know if Doc's ever been in here. Bennett knows his way around pretty well. Um, and he is down in this, like, I'm imagining it's, like, partially, like, it's just off the docks, so I imagine, like, I'm imagining it being underground. We're right next to the water, so that doesn't seem to work, actually. Um, Ooh, it could be damp. Just perpetually damp with moisture dripping in through the walls. Oh, he would, he would he would hate having his books here, too, wouldn't he? That would drive him nuts. If, like, the thought of his books being down here in the damp and dank, like, yeah. I mean, the thought of the thought of anything being down here except for, like, fungus is probably not great. Yeah, so. it's not, that's not great. It's perfect. Um, yeah, and there's, like... A couple dozen stalls down here, sort of evenly spaced. They're all manned by, like, every single, like, subcontractor proprietor is shadier than the last, shadier looking than the last one. We're talking, like, all sorts of eye patches and pirate hats and, like, just, like, this is a rogues gallery of, of air quotes, antiques dealers, right? Um, and Bennett is, uh, as he walks in, you can tell these people know Bennett and they don't necessarily like Bennett, but they know Bennett's probably here to do business because he comes in here all the time. And so like, he can't walk past stalls without somebody, everybody trying to sell him something like super weird. We're talking like, like. Like barbed sextants that they claim are magical, or like cart crow's feet by the dozen. Yes, uh, carved tablets in some unknown language that they can't move otherwise, because he's the only sucker that'll buy them. Like 
everybody's trying to sell him something. Um, and you, uh, they're not sure what to make of you. You're because you, you're fairly well done up, right? Like you're. I mean, I look like a doctor. Yeah, and doctors look like people who a know things and b have money, right? Yeah, I imagine that I don't look that well off, but yes. Well, you are a you are an adult person, fully clothed and like not actively wounded in any way, as far as I remember, right? I have a black eye. Oh, okay. It's like a doctor, and, um, doctor that lost a fist fight. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and like you know, I imagine my my coat's not perfectly clean, right? Sleeves are probably wore rolled up a little bit, that sort of thing. Okay. Um, still, for this place, you are like upper crust. Uh, and they are they are relentlessly trying to so sell. We're talking like, like they're basically pirates. Every single one of these person looks like yeah, yeah. I'm just like. So we, we look for something that um, that Bennett might have lost, or looks similar to something that Bennett might have lost. And I go in with the, oh my gosh, Bennett, is this your, you know, book on the ancient history of dead gods and that have been sacrificed to stave off endless winter? <laughs> Um, and, and as, as, so you do that and like, yeah, this is a, a stall and it's, it's manned by like, a an orc. Let's say it's an, it's an orc person, uh, okay. here dressed, uh, like, like leather vests and like, like full pantaloons and boots. Like this person looks like they're straight out of a pirate movie that was also Lord of the Rings. Right. Um, and as you sort of, as you point this out to Bennett, uh, the, the, uh, just a huge orc hand comes down on the book and like physically pulls it backwards across whatever they're using for a table, right? Just from, like some driftwood or some shit. It's like pulls it back towards him. Says, ah, no, couldn't be. Couldn't be that. Not this. No, of course not. You, you are clearly an upright proprietor that would never deal in stolen goods. So, I mean, that's really not even on you. If someone had lied to you and, you know, taken you uh, for a trip and you had believed them at their words because someone like yourself is so um, morally standing and upright and they had lied to you, that wouldn't be your fault at all, would it? Can't, can't imagine it would be, now would it? No, this is... Exactly, that wouldn't be your fault. But... Because you're such an upstanding individual, you would want to get the stolen goods out of your stall as soon as possible and probably back to its rightful owner. Because otherwise, you would just, you know, you don't want to be complicit in this illicit gatherings. Like, I can't imagine you would sleep well at night knowing that uh, you profited off the misery of another person. No, 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 no. This is, this is totally legit and above board. I can guarantee you this... This came off the boat, like, a week ago? No, this is, this can't be, I'm sorry, Bennett, I'm sorry you lost all your stuff, but this cannot possibly be yours. I can't, this is... But, and and Bennett, now correct me if I'm wrong, but your name is on that book, right? Like on the inside cover there? It's a very common name though, isn't it? Bennett? <laughs> Ex excuse me, sir, what is your name? Bennett! Your name is Bennett, Her too. Her name's Bennett, too. Everyone here is named Bennett. And there's, like, a, a murmur oh. from the... Rah, 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 rah. 
Wow, Bennett, I didn't realize that you uh, your name was so common. Did you spill coffee on this book or like some sort of liquor? Is there any distinguishing mark that may have been in the book? Well, no, we're really using beverages. Beverages is a mark of ownership. Bennett, I can appreciate you. You feel like you're out some some scratch, but this is this is unreasonable. Please, please move along. And he's like, please, very, very you so you, aggressively. You don't want me to buy your book. You didn't. Because oh. I'm trying to buy your book. And me, as soon as you say the word buy, right? The entire mood changes. It's like, oh, buy. Well, I mean, it's not yours. And he's looking directly at Bennett this way. It's not yours. But, but, obviously, capitalism is capitalism. I can be persuaded to part with this for a price. Of course, of course. And as an upstanding businessman, we would never consider to cheat you in any way, shape, or form. Oh, yes. Yes, you definitely look like you're completely above board, too. Uh, yes, I, I I, am literally standing on boards right now. Could not be more <laughs> above them. And since we are, are both not going to cheat each other in the slightest, I'm sure that you're going to give me a good fair price for this book that is not Bennett's. Yes, absolutely. I think we're going to go with, and you can see he's very clearly like looking you up and down, looking, and Bennett is over there like hopeful, but also like very, very confused about what's happening right now. Bennett is not a street smart guy in the least. Um, and he's looking, but he's like, you can see like he's doing the math in his head, right? Like, you're a fraction to this guy. He's trying to like, like, figure out what he can push you to, and he's pretty good at that. Right. Well, I mean, and Bennett, our our, our part time job volunteering to watch urchins, you know, unfortunately that doesn't pay very well. Uh, but you know, maybe we could convince them to not rob this man so much if he was to give us a good deal in this book. Boy, are you threatening me? No, quite the opposite. I'm trying to do you a favor. Feel like I know a threat when I hear one. A threat would be it would be a shame for you to overcharge me for this books because the and then the orchards would be justified in stealing. Yeah, from you. there it is. This yeah, is, that's the one. That's the that's threat. The threat. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. no. I'm <laughs> saying the opposite. I'm saying like let me take care of your urchin problem in exchange for this book that's getting damp and you're not going to be able to sell it for any more than. I don't know, some undervalued price, right? But the two of us, we're going to do each other a favor. I'm going to take this crappy book off your hands that's absolutely not stolen uh, and not a property of the Fosterian Knights who would be very unhappy to find out that it was in your stall. And in return, I will also stop the urchins from robbing you blind every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Doc forgot to bring Bag Cop with him. <laughs> Um, give me... I just have, I just have fast-talking cop. Yeah. Uh, give me... That sounds like a sway. Give me a sway roll here. To see... To see if you're... Okay. Alright, that's a five. Um... Hmm... Uh, let's do this. Um, so... Yeah, so you, uh... The threat... The threat... The threat about the Fosterian Knights gets, like, an immediate... Like, you can see this guy twitch when you, when you talk about bringing in the Fosterian Knights. Like, he, he actually takes his hand off the book for a second. And he's like, whoa, 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 we don't need to call in the Knights here. This is, 
This is between you and me, two legitimate citizens and business people. Oh, absolutely. And between you and me, the Falsarian Knights need to get down off their high horses, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. Leave legitimate business people alone. They do love their horses. Look, hmm. I understand. Your boy's been through some emotional stuff. It hurt. It... Tell you what. I'm going to give it to you at cost. I'll give it to you for what I bought it for. But then you got to leave. You got to go. You got to go. I mean, Bennett, are you happy with getting something that you wanted and and come leaving and coming back tomorrow? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty good with okay. that. Cool. Let's, we can rebuild your library one book at a time. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, so we're going to call that sway uh, your uh, acquire asset role, actually, because uh, this book, I can't remember exactly what you called it, uh, but that sounds very useful to you. Um, the the almanac of 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 dead frozen gods. It was it was gods who were sacrificed to prevent eternal winter. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so why don't you write that down? That'll just be that'll be something the crew has access to here going forward. All right. Um. Yeah. Was it written by Bennett? That'd be very funny. Actually, <laughs> uh, no, I think, but I think, no, Bennett's like a scholar and a collector, but I don't think he's produced like his work yet. You might, you might, you might, you might be helping him do that at some point. We'll see. Um, cool. All right. Uh, yeah. So write that down that you have access to that. That book exists and is in Bennett's possession, I assume, unless you're going to keep it now. No, I, I shouldn't do that. You definitely should not, yes. It's hard It's hard to justify this helping Bennett if you take the thing you got for him, right? Indeed. Okay. Um, so let's talk. I think that leaves Gaston, right? Yeah, probably. Cool. So let's do Gaston, and uh, then we can wrap it up. So, uh, yeah, Gaston, uh, you... You... What was the thing? Oh, you you uh, stabled your horse, and you went to go <laughs> unintentionally threaten the townsfolk. Well, so about stabling the horse. Yes, I feel like I want to de-stress a little bit, but we had um, lost my purveyor. Uh huh. Yeah, your cat got chased off by the dog. My cat got chased off. Yeah. So what if I were to mount up on my horse and go right off to try and locate the cat again? Okay. Okay. You know, um, do some... Uh, indulge my vice, like, going on a nice leisurely trot, you know, ride out. Uh, on my steed, looking for the horse. Um, surely nothing will go wrong. <laughs> and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> so, <laughs> of course, I only have two stress here. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. No, it's okay. I already overindulged. 
so no one else gets to. That's how it works. <laughs> um. <laughs> but I have a new I have a new move. Okay. Um, called you had to be there to understand. And this is all this is all all part of my plan. Um. So, I've still got the mace with me. Mm-hmm. Is the thing. Yeah. Well, so let's yeah let's talk about that. Yeah. So maybe it's yeah it's it's like the combination of the mace and the nightmare maybe. I see. Yeah. I think so. Here's the thing about the mace, right? The nightmare is the nightmare, and it's it's its own sort of creature, um, a fairly high functioning sentient horse uh, that is also maybe part demon or something um but it is sort of you and it have a sort of partnership relationship at present it's still sort of you you are in the uh probationary stage right Mm. it's sort of sizing you up as a potential like rider at this point sure um the mace is its own beast for lack of a better term so if you'll remember when you went to go pick it up right it was very excited about the possibility of like being used and doing stuff uh, in a way that's sort of off-putting when it comes from a lethal weapon. Right. Um, and uh, you've been holding it for a long time now, and um, that's still going on. And when you like mount up your nightmare holding this mace, yeah. in the back of your head, you can hear... Like, like, epic adventure music starts to play, right? Like, this thing is super into, oh, we're on a horse. We're going to go do a thing. Let's go do a thing. Um, yeah, this is, this is the start of something more than I intended. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, like, I'm imagining, again, we're going to go to, like, the, the sort of, in this case, it's a traveling montage because you are like searching, right? You are searching for this cat. Sure. Um, and you look and you look and you look. And remember, this is a magical cat, so it sort of like appeared when you needed it, where you needed it, and and you you're never quite sure whether it was sent by something or just like happenstance or what. But like this cat was somehow to you at least very unusual. Um, yeah. And you're looking for it, and you're looking for it, and the nightmare is a pretty fast horse and it's super fun to ride this thing around although you know it makes people fairly uncomfortable when you ride it near them um and you're riding on this thing and you are armed and you are downtown and you're just sort of like looking and looking and then you get to where wow this horse is fast and it's super fun and you something in your mind starts to sort of lose track of the fact that you're looking for the cat and it's it's the the mace is pushing you towards a larger adventure, and you suddenly look up and you're like outside of town. You've taken one of the roads out and then a trail through the woods, and you're like on a peak somewhere in the in on the island overlooking the town, but you're a ways out, and you're not exactly sure how you got there. And then you decide you're going to turn back towards town, and then. There's another blink, and you're like, oh, 
I'm in like the deep woods now and the horse is breathing and my nightmare is like breathing pretty hard and feels really warm under me. Like it's been working really hard and the mace is like singing at this point, right? Yeah. And then uh, the next cut and you you uh, come back to your senses and you are in a... You are standing looking at the ocean. Like, you and the, your nightmare are staring out at the ocean off the island. Um, and you can hear the sounds of fighting behind you. Like, hardcore fighting. Like, the clash of steel, animalistic snarls, the smell of something on fire. Mm-hmm. Um... And you turn your... You and the Nightmare both decide to turn around and see what's going on behind you. Right? Yeah. Because uh, that's not a call you get to make independently. The Nightmare turns you. Right? Um, and behind you, there is, this, uh, there is a scene of desperate battle. And, like, a dozen wolfen that are looking away from you at the largest version of the zombie wolf you've seen so far. Hmm. And smash cut. So I guess if I can fill in for the audience at home the rest of this ability that I just bought with my XP. If you overindulge as part of your uh, indulge vice downtime activity, you make an unexpected friend even after getting into trouble. You gain plus one faction status with a neutral interfering or hostile faction. Your new friend is part of this faction. Who are they? Question mark. So Gaston's going to be uh, removed for a while. But I am uh, curious as to who exactly has he somehow been involved in helping uh and <laughs> how is it that now that they're uh slightly feeling warmer towards uh the rest of the crew <laughs> yeah that should be interesting to find out huh i suppose so <laughs> all right yeah okay leave them wanting more i guess all right. well, well, okay so like in this case sure. yeah so like yeah 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 i'm good with that Okay. Yeah, you're you're running the show here. <laughs> I mean, I'll happily tell you, but we can also just leave it this way. So. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um is there anything else we need to wrap up here before we go? No, we'll just have to uh we'll have to uh make sure Jonathan Yeah. does a quick pickup next time. Yeah, we'll 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 run uh, Granny Thick through some downtime and then get into some stuff. Or maybe we won't. We'll see. Uh, maybe we'll just assume it happened off screen and roll in. Alright, uh, cool. Uh, so, yeah. Th uh, thanks for playing, everybody. That was fun. Um, I hope everybody else enjoyed it. Definitely. And um, thanks for listening, those of you at home. Uh, have a good night and uh, good luck, I guess. That's how I like to to say goodbye to people. Yeah, it's good night and good luck. Mm -hmm. Or good luck, we're all counting on you. It's dangerous out there. Take this.
Uh, <laughs> it's dangerous to go alone. Oh yes, I'm Tangents. sorry. I've never. Played Zelda. Uh, okay. I, no one has played the original Zelda. Like there's <laughs> no that was, that was the only Zelda I've actually played is the original Zelda. So yeah. Okay, I'm shutting this off now. Good night. Good night, night everyone. Good night. That D&D podcast is released under a Creative Commons 4.0 attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. Feel free to share with friends, but don't cut anything out and don't sell our work. Please visit us at thatdndpodcast.com or on Twitch or YouTube at That D&D Podcast. Intro music is Dark Matter by M33 Project and is available on the Free Music Archive. M33 Project can also be found on YouTube and Instagram. Outro music is Betrayed by Scott Holmes Music. This and other works by Scott Holmes Music can be found on the Free Music Archive, SoundCloud, or scottholmesmusic.com. The Palladium Fantasy RPG, written by Kevin Ciambietta, is owned and published by Palladium Books. All other copyrighted content is owned by its associated copyright holder.